Hi there, let's talk sports fans. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Let's Talk EPL. And I'm joined by friend of the show now from Let's Talk Premier League. Thanks for joining me today, now. Not a problem, mate. Not a problem. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Uh... Have a good show. Got lots to talk about. Yeah. Um. As always, there's plenty of stories going on. I know. Um. You're a little tired from the Super Bowl, so I'm grateful for you joining us. Yes. Uh, it's been. It was a long night slash morning <laughs> for for the Super Bowl. But uh, yeah. Look, I, I I don't watch um I don't watch uh NFL too much, but uh, always. Well, I watched the Super Bowl last two years and. I'll probably get into it a bit more now. I, I, I quite like it. Yeah, um, you definitely would. Uh, I mean, um, I watch most of the games, obviously, with the channel. We have a good, a big American sort of community. So, um, yeah, it's very welcoming to um, people from the UK as well. They love having UK fans. So I think you'd enjoy the community. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, so as we um, get started, um, plenty of um, action um, this week. Um, one of the sides we're always in the news at the moment is Newcastle. Um, since we've last talked, they've had a bit of an upturn, and I'm going to be honest, spent loads and loads of money. Um, but the additions seem to be working. It will be interesting. Um, obviously, the big news over weekend was that they got another win against an Aston Villa side. What are pretty informed, but Kieran Trippier's injury, I think, will affect them. Because, in my opinion, he is the signing what's made the most difference, the fastest. Uh, Matt Taggart as well has looked good, but that's a big thing in today's modern football. That if you get those two fullback position sorted that does give you a base going forward yeah it's uh it's it's a, it's an interesting time for newcastle fans um obviously as you said the the signings they've made they made a lot obviously they uh they uh weakened burnley sort of by uh by uh getting uh chris wood from them but uh burnley responded by getting when uh Weghorst, didn't they so uh I actually like their course. I actually think he might be better than Wood. But um, in terms of Newcastle, um, yeah, I think Trippy obviously broke his foot, and he's uh, got a break in his foot. So, uh, yeah, big, big um, uh, concern for Newcastle there because he has looked very good for them, and he's been the one scoring their goals. Um, if if we're being if we're being real for ourselves, he's been the one scoring scoring their goals. He scored the the winner yesterday, and. Um, yeah, I think I think this is this is where Eddie Howe will will, will earn the uh, the money, isn't it? Um, in terms of uh, sort of working a system that will suit everyone and still get the results, but it will be very difficult for Eddie Howe now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, the loss is on a few phases because not just like the goals, the service he has been providing is. Um, very good um and i'm going to be honest i think he's the biggest leader they've got in that team i mean um not just in the premier league you saw him he was running player what 
when they put that abysmal performance in FA Cup went over to the fans and where some of the players cut and run, which I don't think that's a good sign for some of the players. He sort of was the one that went over to the fans. And to be honest, he was one of ones what should be least likely because he had just got there. He basically had a cup of coffee in the cuffs and that was it. So um, to be honest with you, my variation of him went up a little bit there uh, because um, it showed character, in my opinion. Um, and defensively, it's a big miss as well because I think he has covered for a few things. He's organising the defence, if you watch. So they're in an interesting position. They've got a couple of wins, which... Um, helps them. Uh, I was before the window, I thought they was deep in trouble. Obviously, they're now in trouble, but I don't think it's as concerning. They're not sort of on life support at the moment. They just need some wins here and there, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it really all depends on what Norwich do. I I think Norwich are really the biggest threat of getting out of that relegation zone. I, I really like what I see under Dean Smith. Um, so I think they're the biggest threat. So um, it's really what Norwich can do. If Norwich can pick up these cheeky little wins, um, they've got United soon, so that's guaranteed three points. Um, so, yeah, it'll be very interesting for, for that. But it's going to be an interesting relegation scrap. I don't see Burnley getting out of it. Um, I don't see Watford. Um, but I do I do see something in Norwich. Maybe yeah. it's uh, blind optimism, but uh, I do see a little something. They've got some good players there. Yeah, I agree. I think, and they've started to score not loads of goals, but a little bit um, here and there. And that's side, what I'm rooting for. And some part one of my regular contributors is Adrian Coote, the ex Norwich striker. So um, I'm sort of rooting for them in that regard as well. Um, it's going to be interesting. You mentioned Burnley, obviously, as predicted. They had a loss this week, but to be honest with you, it was just a 1-0 loss. So I expect they will take a bit of heart in that. They have looked better in recent weeks, certainly defensively, but goals is still a bit of an issue. And I think they're just paying a little bit for for the last three or four years. There's just been absolutely no investment, and it's a case of pushing McCann down the road and down they're going to pay the ultimate price. I agree with you. They probably got the better end of getting rid of Wood and um, bringing in a rehorse. But the one concern I've got is what did that do to the morale in the side? Sort of saying we didn't even need to sell him because the clause wasn't active until the summer and send him to a relegation rival if I'm in that dressing room, I'm thinking it's like you're giving up on us before we get started, before we've gone down and you're preparing for life in the championship. See, I sort of disagree. I, I sort of disagree. I mean, how much did Newcastle offer for Wood? It was like 25 million, wasn't it? Something yeah. in, in that ballpark. That's a, that's a, that's a rip-off. <laughs> Newcastle just got ripped off there, and he's he's hardly hitting it for Newcastle, really. I, I see. I think he's still yet to score a goal for them, or if he has, I am um seen it. Um, I don't rate him too highly. I, I um, he's, he scored three goals in the whole of the season so far for Burnley. Three goals, right? 
I won't see that as a massive loss. I mean, a lot of people look at strikers and go, it's a huge loss that he scored three goals. I could probably, I mean, Veghorst is one that I do, I, I do like what I've seen from, from Veghorst. And I think it's a good deal. I think they've got the better deal. I, really I think it was a good deal. For my opinion, he is a 12 to 15 million striker. Yeah, yeah. So they've got a double. Um, he has had profitable seasons for them. This year was by far his worst. And uh, it wasn't really working. They have got some pieces there, like uh, the young lad, what they brought in, I believe it was this year, uh, Kem, uh, Common or... Oh, um, Cornet. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very good player, in my opinion. <laughs> they better hope they stay up because he will move on, I would suspect. But uh, they have got some pieces, obviously. For them, it's going to be a question of if well, they go down, they, players could be outdoor. They've kept the spine, haven't they? They've kept Tarkovsky. Yeah. They've kept Ben Mee. You know, Tarkovsky was subject to a bit of interest from Newcastle. They kept the same midfield, Brownhill. They've kept White McNeil. They've got Goodmanson. They got Jay Rodriguez. Um I, I I think, you know, yes, they're probably going down. I think yes, probably that is the way that, that will be. But I also think that this whole Chris Wood thing, I don't think it's a major problem. But I don't I do think they're assembling quite a good squad and if they go down, I'm almost ready to put money on saying Burnley to go straight back up because they just have that knack, don't they? I mean, they're, they're not in the champion championship for too long and if they can keep some of the players there, there will be some interest. There'll be some interest, especially, as you say, on Cornet. Uh, Tarkovsky might not sign a new deal. Uh, ben Mee might be subject to a bit of interest. How likely he'll take to leave and I'm not so sure. Um, and and of course you you've got um, Dwight McNeil who probably be subject to a bit of interest from maybe the lower end of the Premier League. So um, it'll, it's it's going to be an interesting time if you're a Burnley fan for for the next uh, for the next bit because it really it it really does depend on um, what happens if you stay in the Premier League. Maybe you keep some, but if if you don't. I, I, I don't know, maybe a rebuild might happen. Yeah, I'd wait. The only one I think could stay, like you said, uh, Ben Me. I think Tarkowski, um, obviously, he's out of contract. He wants that payday. Uh, and he's got visions of getting him the England side. I think that may have passed personally, but that is his He's a bit of a weird one because um, also apparently doesn't want to go south, but wants to go to a top six side. So who's he? Gang go to, um, but he wants to go to Europe. So I don't know. It's a he's a bit of a weird. Firstly, if I see him playing for England, I think I might cry, Um, and I think I might become Scottish um, or or God knows what. Um, And top six, no top six club is touching Cup Tarkovsky of a barge pole. I know Chelsea were linked with him at one point under Lampard, but I think that was just absolute madness i i cannot see the only way tarkovsky gets to anywhere near a biggish sort of club is if he ends up signing for newcastle in the summer but are newcastle gonna sign tarkovsky or are they gonna go very much in for sven botman who is younger than tarkovsky and if i remember correctly better than tarkovsky yeah 
I agree. They wanted him this window because it's a means to an end, in my opinion. The best he could do, and he has been linked to them, is West Ham. I'm not saying it just because they're West. I'm a West Ham fan. Uh, Moyes is a big fan of his, and also Wait. I think he fits what they want to do. It's, it's the perfect West Ham signing, isn't it? It's a, a leading, sort of dominating centre-back uh, for free. <laughs> for free. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically everything that West Ham have ever wanted in a centre-back. Um, you got Craig Dawson for like three million or something ridiculously uh, cheap like that. So David Moyes loves a good deal. He, he did that at Everton a fair bit. Obviously, he can't do wheeler-dealer at United. Um, but uh, but um, no, he, he does like a, a good deal, and I think Tarkovsky at West Ham does fit a lot of boxes. I think it, I think I think it fits a lot more boxes at West Ham than it does at Newcastle. Because I really yeah. see Newcastle in the summer going for Sven Botman, who is one that I've recommended United sign to replace Harry Maguire for quite some time. But apparently, the Glazers don't watch that sort of Premier League. If they did, they might learn something. Yeah, they might because. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I think the perfect uh, description of Maguire at the moment is he couldn't turn milk. So, uh, as I saw on talks about earlier, and uh, that's um, he's not good at the moment. No, I've also just realised. You know, the two last winners of the Super Bowl were the Glazers yeah. and the Cronkies, and look yeah. at the state of United and Arsenal. Just, just. Look, I'm not one to have a go at American owners, but I'm just merely going to pass that to the, the, the audience that are going to watch this and let you decide, to, um, are, are the owners really caring about them clubs or are they money cows for the NFL teams that have just both been very successful in winning the Super Bowl? One after well, the, other. Um, the thing is how the NFL is run, you have a set amount, you spend fire a cap, and then... Um, they obviously bring in loads more money, and that's how they want to run the clubs over here. The problem is we don't have a cap, so uh, that is an issue because other cl clubs don't stick to I, it. Um, I agree, we should have a cap. Let me let me be yeah. let me be very clear. I'm a Plymouth Argyle fan, and a cap does seem like a very sensible idea, especially with some of the wages that get thrown around. I think Pogba wanted like 500k a week. It's like, what? I, yeah. I, I, I can't be hearing that. Right? Did he just say half a million a week? Yeah. I'll be lucky uh, to get that. I'll be lucky to get that in a lifetime, let alone in a in a week. Um, like, I pray. I mean, it's crazy. Like even someone like who, um, uh, Erlen Holland, who is one of the best young strikers. Apparently, he's asking for like. 600,000 a week and his uh, dad and his agent Rio was uh, asking for silly money um I like I like to be controversial Holland ain't all that guys I'm just I'm just I'm just gonna say that remember Timo Werner was doing very well in the Bundesliga to be honest with you I think you have a certain amount of point I've always said I don't necessarily think there's too much of a difference um Juventus just signed a very good striker who I think is as almost oh, as, yeah. Yeah. Um he's, he's and to good. be honest with you, I think Jonathan David 
ain't that far away. I'm not saying he's as good, but in two years' time, who knows? Um, and he's been at Dortmund for a while, and a reality is Love and Darcy outshines him most times they go head-to-head. So um, where he's a good striker, is he that top tier? It's because it's Lewandowski. I mean, Lewandowski would show up anyone at, uh, at any time. He's, Lewandowski is a Rolls-Royce striker, isn't he? Yeah. He's just so good. And and um, I'd love to see Robert Lewandowski in the Prem. I don't think I'll get the chance to see that, but I would love no. to see it. But I think his prime is, is gone, isn't it? Sort of he's past yeah. prime and... That's a shame that we never got to see him in the Prem as a prime because he would, oh, he would terrorise defenders. Ali Maguire would be left crying by Lewandowski. Um, it would be, it would be absolute brutality. But I do like, I, I like Lewandowski. I agree. Um, and this brings us on to United, sir. At this moment of time, they love a draw. Um, it seems like they're determined to only play one half of football. Um, Southampton, on the other hand, are doing very well aside um, in form. I like what they do there, to be honest with you. Um, But Ralph Ramnick, from a United point of view, um, I always saw this game one of two ways. Either he was this messiah, what the likes of Tuchel and Klopp said he was, or there was red flags here because there was all these big sides wanting to bring him in but they didn't push the button on hiring him. I think the players are a big part of the problem. I think there's a mentality problem there. Maybe they're running the roost, but I've got concerns about Ramnick going forward as well. Two things can be true. It can be the players, and it can also be him. I love Ramnick. I actually do rate him, and I don't blame Ramnick at all. Um, I 100% blame these players. Um, these players were semi-alright under Ollie, but they're not footballers. They're passion merchants at best, and I don't even think they're that anymore. Um, they're counter-attack merchants, and Ralph's asking them to dominate the uh, dominate the ball, play actual football, and they're all like, I'm sorry, what what, what is this? Football? Nah, sorry, we just sit back and, and run. But you can see that's why Marcus Rashford's struggling. He's... he's Technically, he's a shocking footballer. Rashford technically is appalling, right? But when 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 you can chuck a ball over the top and let him run onto it, he's incredible. He's a Burnley-type player. Marcus Rashford is a Burnley-type player. Um, but I, I think there are big problems at United. And whilst they also seem determined to only play for one half, they also seem determined to make this their last uh, time in the Champions League for some time because... They've got a lot of issues, and I don't even see them getting top end. I don't see them getting conference league, um, and that is that is a damning report when you've brought in Sancho Varane and uh, Ronaldo into the summer. I mean, whoever the hell signed off for, for for Ronaldo, I would love to know because he's not what you needed, and you had no issues at that time. Um, obviously, now they did because you know the whole Mason Greenwood situation, but they they didn't have that problem of that that situation. You had Mason, you had Cavani, you had Martial. Um they didn't need Ronaldo. They needed a DM who could play football. Um I think United are in, in very very, very hot water at the moment. I can see they're they're gonna get jumped above by Wolves at some point. 
I think Brighton might overtake them. I think Spurs and Arsenal are guaranteed to overtake them. I think I think United are in deep trouble. And um, how much money are they going to chuck it in the summer? Because we know the Glazers, they put money into the club. They they invest heavily when they're not, when they're not in the top four. How much investment is going to go into that squad over the summer? Think of the players you're going to lose. Ronaldo looks like he's off. Um, you need to sell Maguire. You need to. You need a centre back. You need to DM. You need a young striker. You need two strikers actually. You need a winger. You, they need two fullbacks really. <laughs> well, I like Dallo. I do like Dallo. Don't forget, you've got Brandon Williams coming back from from loan from uh, from Norwich, obviously in the summer as well. So he can cover left back if they want to sell one of Tellez or Shaw. Um, and I think that's what they need to do. I think they need to go back to... They they need to hit reset. And I know we were told Ollie was hitting reset, but clearly that reset button was on a lasagna. Because on on, on, on a football club sense of, of it, there was no reset. Um, I think they need to invest in their youth. I think the likes of Hannibal, Ilanga, Shortire, uh, um, Brandon Williams... Ethan Laird, I think they. I think you need to bring them through, bring yeah. them in, use them as squad players. Go get yourself a DM. Go get yourself a striker. Bring up Charlie McNeil from the youth academy. Go get yourself another winger on the left hand side, or bring in Martial. Don't forget they've got Donny and Martial coming back from loan. They've still got Eric Bailly there somewhere. I think he might be locked in the closet because I haven't seen him in ages. They've got Ahmad coming back from loan as well. So they've got a lot of players coming back who I think will have to become quite... They're going to become quite a big part of the, the club. I think the likes of Ahmad, Brandon Williams, Ethan Laird, James Garner, you know, these are all very, very good young players. And I think they're going to have to do what Arsenal have sort of done, which is bring through a lot of the youth, bring through that mentality of the United way, which they talk about so much, um, and then bring through a little bit of talent in terms of from the transfer market. Go get yourself maybe a Frankie de Jong or a, or, or a Delit or a Botman and just invest in the right players at the right times. Don't worry about how many shirts they'll sell because that will solve itself. Because Mohamed Salah, when he joined Liverpool, wouldn't have sold many shirts. Now look at him. He sells a lot of them. Create these world-class players. Do what Fergie used to do, which is go pick up a young Portuguese talent who's 18 years old um, and bring him through. And, uh, yeah, make, make stars. Instead of trying to buy ready-made stars like a Paul Pogba, I don't even think Bruno was ready-made. But instead of trying to do that, Go and make these stars. Bring through your youth academy. Go get some really exciting young prospects from from uh, Europe and and build stars and build the club in the correct way. Because until then, United are going to continue to fail. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, it's interesting because I'd review. I think they need to bring on some of these young stars. But as we know from past seasons, some of these. Um, this sounds harsh, but what I would call the Deadwood players were dragging you down. Either going one out because um, the contracts, what they're on, they're not going to get elsewhere. So that's a problem they may have. Also, I know a lot of fans out there are saying, well, um, go for Declan Rice, pay what you need no, to. Well, no, um, 
no, if they no. don't make, say they don't even make conference or they do make conference, I'm telling you this right now, he's not going to go there. To be honest with you, what's the benefit? They, they should avoid Declan Rice like the plague. And that's not because I don't rate Declan Rice. I think he's a good player. They cannot afford to spend another 80 million on a British player and hope that he's okay. Can't do it. They need to. There are so many other players that you could get cheaper for Declan Rice who could do Declan Rice's job. Yeah. Um, you know, British tax makes it absolutely astronomical. And with some of the figures I'm hearing, 80, 90 million. Nah. If I was if I was the manager at United, and and I'm being told by West Ham 80, 90 million, I'm saying do one. Um, I would go and Barcelona are financially crippled. They're not using De Jong too much. I'll pick up a De Jong. Um, um, I would bring through James Garner. I would bring. I'd. I'd. I'd have gone and brought in a Zakaria over the the January window. But there's Tielemans. There are plenty of players in Europe that you can go get. Go get them in Europe. They haven't got British British tax. Um, that's what I'd do. I'd. I'd agree with you. Um, De Jong apparently Barcelona want. Him out and he could be available for yeah. 40 million, from what I understand. Yeah, do it. Um, do it. That's a steal. That's, that's a yeah. steal for Dion. He's what a player. It, it, especially if you've got Donny there as well, because them two know yeah. each other as well. Think of a midfield three of Dion, Donny, and Bruno. That cooks. That does cook. Yeah. And that doesn't cook rice. That cooks me gourmet meals. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I like rice. I, I, I think he's good. But he's rice. It's, it's, it's Declan Rice, you know. Is he worth 80, 90 million? I don't think so. Not when you can go get De Jong for 40. De Jong, Donny, Bruno midfield. If you could get a Sven Botman or a De Litt in there as well, go Dutch and go get Ten Hag and just be done with it. Like, invest properly. Put the money on the table. Go get yourself Ten Hag. Go get yourself De Jong. Go get a De Litt or a, a Botman and just and full-blown Give Maguire his bag and send him off to Greece or wherever he wants to go. Um, you know, get rid of Wambasaka, get rid of Luke Shaw, get rid of Dean Henderson, who seems to be causing more trouble than anything with Leak and everything. Uh, get rid of Ronaldo, get rid of Cavani, get, get rid of them all. Just get rid of all the dead wood in that club and restart. Go get yourself a brand new coach. A Ten Hag would be perfect. Look at what Ten Hag's done with Ajax. Just look at what Ten Hag has done with Ajax. Ralph, I think, needs to go upstairs. He's he's very good at sorting out these types of clubs. He built RB Leipzig, didn't he? And we all know RB Leipzig now. You asked me 10 years ago, who's RB Leipzig? Ain't got a clue, mate. Don't know who they are. Now I know RB Leipzig. So Ralph's really good at doing that sort of sporting director role. Go get Ralph upstairs and, and causing havoc, because I'm sure he will. Go get yourself a Ten Hag. Go get yourself some decent players like a De Jong. A botman and 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 sort this team out. And if you want, I can do it. I could be sporting director, and I'll probably do a better job than I don't know what United sporting director is now. It used to be Ed Woodward, didn't he? he used to sort of be um, conquer and chief, wasn't it? Was uh, Ed Woodward? But uh, no, I could do a better job at United. Yeah. Um, so um, it's going to be an interesting few weeks uh, for um, United, I'm sure. They, they, got Brighton, they got Brighton on Tuesday, mate. They're screwed. Yeah. I was going to say uh, good luck with that. Um, before we move on to the last couple of games, we're going to talk about um, Facebook user um, says, great. Um, if you're still around, if you comment your name, because 
us like glitch in the Facebook group pages because of privacy issues. It just says Facebook user, and I'm going to guess you weren't questioned Facebook user. So if you comment your name, I'll give you a slight shout out. Um, so you mentioned Brighton um, there, a 2 0 win against Watford. Uh, Brighton is probably most people's favourites of neutral side to yeah. watch. Um, yeah. like, um, hard, <coughs> easy to like. Um, I like what they're doing there, and it'll be interesting if, um, come next season, what they do in the market and if they can keep Graham Potter. I'm going to be honest, I, I have a hunch he might want to stay unless someone just comes in like what he considers is too good to turn down. But I, d I know everyone's linking him to all these jobs. I don't think necessarily he's as keen to leave if you um, read yeah. his body language. And people saying, oh, yeah, uh, go to Everton or go to someone like that. The reality is Brighton have sort of, not in their stature of their club, but in their level in the Premier League, they've surpassed Everton. The reality is, so as long as he gets a little bit of investment, I think he'll be happy to stay, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think Graham is one that he uh, he values the project of Brighton. He does value it. I think he will outgrow Brighton. 100%. Yeah. There's no doubt. I love Brighton, by the way. Argyle and Brighton have this sort of like weird sort of love love relationship. Um, It was more down to when we were financially crippled and we did a fans for United, lots of Brighton fans there. We love each other. It's uh, it's, a, it's a really good vibe. And I think Brendan, uh, not Brendan, um, I think um, I think Graham will leave at some point. Now, whether United go and get him, but I think that would be one that he goes... I love you, Brighton, but this is Manchester United. I have to. Um, maybe Newcastle in a couple of years' time, two, three, four years' time, when they've established themselves up near the top of the league, and that might be one that he could go to. Um, maybe even Man City when when Pep goes. Uh, maybe Chelsea. Maybe uh, maybe Liverpool. I can't see him going anywhere out of the top six or Newcastle. Maybe not even Spurs. Maybe not even Spurs. I think, you know, you're looking at it's going to have to be Chelsea, United, Liverpool, Man City, Newcastle. They're the only ones I can really realistically see him going to. I can't see it anywhere else. Um, I, prove, I could be proved wrong and he, he goes and signs for... Plymouth Argyle, which I'd love, but uh, actually, you know, we've got Schumacher, Stephen Schumacher, but um, no, I think you are right. I think Grandpa will outgrow Brighton, but um, no, I don't think he's desperate to leave. I think he's quite happy just learning at Brighton, and uh, he's got them ticking over lovely. He's got them ticking over lovely. I mean, they, uh, they, as you say, 2 2 0 win over, over, um, Bright, uh, over Watford at the weekend. Uh, Neil Morpe is one that I do, I, I, he's, he's Marmite, is Morpe. Uh, very much like Marmite. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, Brighton could go within four points of United if they beat them on Tuesday with a game yeah. in hand, by the way. That, that for United, embarrassing. Um, I, I agree on the optics, yes, but I, I kind of think, whereas people would feel it as embarrassment, it's 
half expected as well based if you just look how the two sides are performing uh, and more pay um can i just say uh does he only score spectacular goals it's almost like he says no i don't do sitters i only do spectacular goals but um all credit to him in um yeah, that mate. regard i like neil uh, Warpe. i do uh, a lot of people dislike neil i love him i think he's brilliant uh, i know i know arsenal fans don't like him because he did that sort of <laughs> emoji to them i thought he's brilliant i i love a bit of shit owlsry myself um yeah. you just can't be a, a bit of shit owlsry which is I quite like Jose Mourinho. Um, but um, no, I love I, I love Morpé. I think he's brilliant. I think, you know, he's still learning. He's still fairly young. Um, getting the ball, he'll do a madness. Him and Trossard have a, a good partnership for, for Brighton as well. Um, everyone talks about Brighton needing a striker. Yes and no. What strikers are there out there that are amazingly better than Nil? Neil Morpé, well, we're talking ones that are already at big clubs. Now, I can't see many of them going, you know what I really want to do? Instead of winning, like, a Premier League or a Champions League, I think I want to go to Brighton. I think that's where destiny is hit. I'm going to go Brighton. Like, I, I can't see anyone thinking that. So I think Neil Morpé is probably a best striker Brighton could get. Now, do I say that that, that that means that they can't get another striker? Absolutely not. But they have got Danny Welbeck there as well. And I think Danny's issue is staying fit, isn't it? But if they can keep Danny fit, along with Morpay there and Trossard, and, you know, the one that has really, I, I have liked seeing this season, who, who I think's really helped Brighton is, is Kirkarello on that left wing, or left yeah. wing back. He's been. I mean, not only does his hair look like it definitely, definitely takes some some care and, and duty, his football skills are incredible. His yeah. football oh. skills are in, and, and And it's helped because Solly March has been injured this year as well, hasn't he? So, um, Kirkarella down that, that, that left. And obviously, we don't really need to talk about Tyree Clamty. I think we all know what Tyree Clamty is about. He's a very, very, very exciting young prospect too. I think also, as well as Graham Potter, may outgrow Brighton at some point. Yeah, I agree. I mean, in regard to Kirk Rilla, um, I've heard rumours that Chelsea may look at him as the sort of as cover. I don't know if that's true or not, but that says what good season he's um, had. Um, he would fit into that system. I think Chelsea might be told to politely leave by uh, yeah. by Brighton. He's don't forget, he's, he's probably signed like a four year deal or something. He's got plenty of time on his contracts. So I can't see Brighton going. Yeah, we'll sell Kirkwella to you. Nah, I don't see it. But Chelsea are going to have to work very hard because, yeah, they they need a uh, a few players, including yeah. a striker. Yeah, uh, definitely, and maybe more than one. Um, so the last uh, game I wanted um, to profile is Wolves, uh, Spurs, and um, Wolves have had a fantastic season. I'm going to be honest; I didn't necessarily see it coming but they just continued to do well um and it's basically the same side they had under Nuno which is um more impressive uh but on the other side uh, I don't know what's going on with Spurs um everyone was like saying ah oh, in six weeks Conte will get his message across and they'll be world beaters that is not the case um and um, 
to be honest with you, I'm pleased for the Wolves fan base there. Another fan base that's easy to like. Yeah, I do like Wolves. Another team that could jump above United with a game in hand as well, um, or they could go level on points. Again, we're just talking the utmost embarrassment if United. I mean, just looking at this quickly, United could end up ninth. No, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I wish I was. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're screwed. But um, yeah, Wolves, uh, Bruno Lager has done a fantastic job at, uh, at Wolves. And my, my dad's a Spurs fan, actually. And I was I was at his, uh, I, I went to his for dinner or Sunday lunch yesterday. Um, and uh, yeah, he was like, looked at his phone, he went 1-0 down already. Brilliant. And he went 2-0 oh, down. Brilliant. Um I don't know. Can Conte? It's a, it's a really interesting one because Conte wins wherever he goes or, or succeeds, and Spurs are the ultimate bottlers. It's like the immovable force with like the immovable object. Like which one blinks first? Does Conte get the bottle out of Spurs, or do Spurs put the bottle in Conte? It's one that I don't have answers. I wish I did. I wish I did. We'll know answers in uh. Well, for them, twenty uh, sixteen games time, we'll know what Conte has done, but um, yeah, I think uh, certainly an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, when you've got Spurs, you you look at their squad and you're like, that's not a bad squad you've got. Harry Kane, Human Son, Lucas Moira, they brought in Kulievsky and, and Benteke now, you know, Eric Dyer seems to have been given a breath of fresh air under under uh, Bruno Large, um, you know, Sanchez, uh, Davies, you know, they've all been very good under under um, Conte. But now it's just getting that consistency. It's all well and good doing it over a couple of games. But now it's about maintaining that and taking it to that next level. And that is the question that I've got for Spurs. Can you take it to that next level? And um, I guess it will be a wait and see job, won't it, on, on Spurs. But uh, I'm intrigued as a neutral because I, I get to watch this all as a neutral. And it, you, there's no better feeling, trust me. Um, I get to watch all of this sort of unfold. And I'm like, what can Spurs do? Because that's the question. What can Spurs do? That's, that's just, that's the question, isn't it? What can Spurs do with Conte? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I think... There definitely is a similar mentality problem like what you have at United. And also, I think some of the problem is the feeling around the team is uh, um, Kang and Sung will sort of get us out of trouble. And that's maybe not productive to have that thinking, but I do think that is it. Um, I think it was was Lucas Moiba that saved him in the Champions League, if you remember on the (laughs) Poch. But then um, he doesn't seem trusted that much yeah. to get the games of some reason, even though he has played some. Well, I think it's, I think it's going to be even tougher for him now that um, now that Spurs have got Kulievsky as a, yeah. as a player now. I think that will. Uh, no, I think they they do need a bit of depth up top. And look, Kane is a a, a weird one. He's a weird one, isn't he? Is he staying or is he going? I've I've said on my channel, and I'll say it here. Is it that on you? Is it that mad to think that Chelsea and Spurs could do a swap deal with Lukaku and Kane? Lukaku back to Conte and Kane going to Chelsea. Is it that mad idea that that could happen? Um, personally, I, so. I think it comes down to rise ahead. I know that it's the fan base thing, but also it just fits. 
both sides. Um, so it's like the perfect transfer, isn't it? Sort of Kane wants to go and win trophies. He can do that at Chelsea, and Conte knows how to get the best out of Romelu Lukaku. It's like the perfect match made in heaven. And could we see that in the summer? It'd be an interest. It would cause a lot of Spurs fans would lose their heads, and Chelsea fans would lose. Well. Don't lose Lukaku. I don't think they're too bothered about that. I, was that. Going to say, I don't think they would mind. I think Spurs fans would lose their head. And what would it come down to if uh, what matters to Kane winning trophies or that legacy at that football club? Because whereas I think it would be a little unfair, I think it would tank his legacy going forward uh, in Spurs fans' eyes. Yeah, but. What's the point in having a legacy? I want medals. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Personally speaking, um, if he goes his career without winning a major trophy, then all those goals are kind yeah. of nothing. Well, is he going to break Shearer's record? I don't see it. I don't see yeah. it. Um, you know, I it's, it's, it's similar with England. Everyone goes, oh, we played quite well. Oh, we got to a final. I don't care. I want trophies. I want medals. I want gold medals and I want trophies. Deliver me that. And if I'm a player, I'm exactly the same. I don't care for my legacy. I don't care. At the end of the time, my legacy will be I won trophies at Chelsea. That will be my legacy. Everyone will remember. If, if, if Harry Kane goes and scores a winner for Chelsea in a Champions League final, or, uh, or, or, or or takes them to a Premier League title. That's a legacy. That's a legacy that I would want. Yeah, people remember, I helped Chelsea get to a Premier League title. I helped Chelsea win the Champions League final. No, I played at Spurs. Oh, they like me at Spurs. That's that's not a legacy. That's just, that's just yeah. shocking. It's, there, was, there was a player like that, though. There was a player like that. I think it was... Uh, was it Shearer? It might have been Shearer, but at least he he got ultimate goals, didn't he? He got the uh, he got the most goals in Premier League history, so he he can sit back on that. Going, I may not have many trophies, but did you see how many goals I scored in the Prem? That's a legacy. I don't think Kane will. Uh, Kane will be one that will probably get forgotten in about five to ten years after he retires if he doesn't go and move to a big club. I agree, and like you said, the move would fit both sides and what i would do is that's what move would work and then you've got boja who comes back if i'm them i'm not selling him despite southampton's interest i have him especially if you made that swap it wouldn't matter if kang maybe picked up but i'd injure it too as he does because boja is one for the future and i think he fits what chelsea do as well yeah, no, he certainly does. He's a very exciting talent. And, um, yeah, but Southampton are talking breaking the bank and record-breaking transfer fees to try and get Brozier, so... It's, Up to uh, 40 million, but on the other hand, they knew they need that second striker, so they'd have to spend that to replace him. So what's the point? I think if they keep him for even one or two years, then he would be worth double that, in my opinion. So, um, right. I think wiser heads have to prevail. I agree. I do agree. It's, it's a weird one. But you've got Kai Havertz that can play up top as well for Chelsea, haven't you? So, you've got all sorts of Chelsea can do, but it's, it's such an interesting one. It is a, it's an odd one. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, and that just about wraps up today's episode. Other than uh, tell everyone where they can find you and um, the sort of content you provide. Yeah, so you can find me on YouTube at Let's Talk Premier League and Twitter at Let's Talk EPL underscore. We're also on Twitch. You know, just type in Let's Talk Premier League on whatever platform you're on and you're probably uh, not far away from finding where we are. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we do sort of uh, lots of shows. We were meant to do a weekly review show today, but uh, I am a little busy. But uh, we do lots of watch-alongs. We do, you know, brilliant content on football, United show, Chelsea show. You know, all these types of shows, got Transfer Talk, obviously, when there's Transfer Window, new shows, uh, Formula One, very much into my Formula One, so do uh, Formula One content as well. Uh, but, yeah, lots of content. So, um, yeah, if you'd, uh, if you'd like to uh, check us out there, that would be amazing. Yeah, um, and uh, please do um, check it out. And um, I just want to thank you, Neil, for uh, joining me, and uh, I'm looking forward to next time. Yeah, should be a should be a cracker, mate. Enjoyed it. Okay, uh, thank you to everyone for checking us out. Uh, I already see a couple of likes on the video, and um, until next time, let's talk sport, fans. Thanks for watching.